0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Shake Them Ropes. This is Shake Them Ropes, episode 187. Rob McCarran here, Jeff Hawkins to come shortly. Follow the show on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes. You can follow me on Twitter at Mick That's M C L I S T E N S. Follow Jeff at Crap Game 13. Catch all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and wherever you get your podcasts, just search. For Shake Them Ropes, this episode brought to you by Mac Weldon. Shop Mac Weldon right now this holiday season and save 20% off your first order at MacWeldon.com. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. The website is a breeze to use guys so if you're shopping for yourself or for others go to macweldon.com right now they will be the most comfortable underwear socks shirts undershirts and hoodies that you will ever wear get it right now macweldon.com. promo code voices to save 20% off shake them ropes episode 187 starts now rob mccarron Jeff Hawkins. Is it? Can it be? It is! The phenomenal one is here! AJ Styles! Oh my gosh! You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarran and Jeff Hawkins.
1: You wish to be anonymous? I wish to be left alone, said Scrooge. Since you asked me what I wish, gentlemen, that is my answer. I don't make merry myself at Christmas, and I can't afford to make idle people merry either. Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. Today on Shake Them Ropes, the UK gets a champ on SmackDown. Has anyone had more highs and lows this year than Zack Ryder? On Raw, it's bros before hoes with Enzo and Cass, team before the individual for KO and Jericho, and death before dishonor for Sami Zayn emmelina has been coming for five weeks now and even peter north thinks that's enough speaking of men and women of stamina roadblock end of the line brings us an iron woman match where the go-home show had no women in sight and our top 100 match is an iron man match from wrestlemania 12 before i get to rob in the area of critical commentary tom Cassiello, reported to be the number three in wwe creative was fired last week Now, from a writer's point of view, I understand his lack of making it a big deal. In creative fields, longevity is a luxury. In Hollywood, screenwriter is seen as, well, quite frankly, the most disposable of the driving forces of a project. I lost my first and best job a few weeks in because a temperamental star and executive producer with a substance abuse problem fired half the staff, just on a whim. This is the life we chose, and I eventually chose to leave for a steady paycheck. (laughs) Oh, hold on! You're hitting
0: spot. a little too close to home yourself, aren't you? You're, no, you're a little bit. Down a little bit.
1: Uh no, I'm not. I I just I get his point of view, but uh, in the WWE, they don't even get that credit. That's for Vince McMahon. And even without my criticism of him as a showrunner of any vision on a professional television product or a culture that asks, I mean, it doesn't. The culture doesn't have out of the box thinking, collaborating to build each other's ideas up. Quite frankly, firing someone in the holiday season is a shitty move. Firing someone as a scapegoat for lack of planning and and marketing a main event, as is rumored, is even shittier. This McMahon is not one for sentimentalism, Rob, unless it means box office, and he likes to think he and his product lives day to day and in the now. And as a recent Vice article will confirm, McMahon says, treat every day like you're first. And his product shows if you're not the top guy, that's pretty much the norm as if run with the mindset of a college kid who once got a B on a term paper he did at the last second, and now everything is that way because the stress and adrenaline of a deadline was what obviously made it so good. If Cassiello's relieved to be gone, more power to him. If he's happy, even better. If there's an anti-disparagement clause in his contract, which is all the rage in reality TV world these days, I wouldn't be the least surprised. Rob McCarran, the floor is yours.
0: Oh, what have I done to win a brand new floor?
1: <laughs> I feel like I filibustered enough there. I just, I, I, it was so weird reading everybody's reaction to the Cassiello firing, especially how he took it. And they're like, really? It's like, okay, great. But I, I get the mindset. I mean, I, I lasted what, four years as a writer, five years, something like that. And you know, I went from job to job and there was no stability in there. And if you got, you know career longevity it's a luxury for the most part i mean even on shows you're like are we going to get renewed like about four episodes in
0: yeah you want to know what my reaction to tom whatever his name is uh getting fired
1: free at last free at last
0: no who cares
1: yeah i I get that nobody nobody cares Nobody cares because the writers are are beholden to the showrunner and the showrunner is the guy who makes all the decisions. There's no real writing there. I know I get that. I get that too. I just from a writer's point of view, I, I more or less understood why he was kind of nonchalant in some ways, but also a bit of skepticism. I mean, it kind of conf- I mean, for me the most angry part was that he's taking the fall for this hell in the cell build, which isn't on him at all.
0: I don't even think that's what's happening.
1: Okay. I you mean, think you you think somebody just decides to fire somebody during the holidays just because? Because I mean, it's it's much more believable to me about the bill than it was that he was anti-Trump, which was the dumbest story I think that came out of this.
0: Say, I believe the anti-Trump more than anything else.
1: Oh, do you? Okay, fair. Oh yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't believe their story, but I would believe the anti-Trump more than uh, Helen oh, a Cell's bill. I mean, look at the pay-per-views Here, they've had okay. the last several months.
1: Let me let me quantify. Hell, they may main event with with uh,
0: the same match again here oh, I in think they are four days.
1: I think they are. I think they're going to do the Iron Man match, and then they're going to say, well, why didn't it do better? We Didn't we build this as an Iron Man? You built it as an Iron Man a week out, two weeks out. Get out of here with that business. No, you know what I think? I, would be, I believe the Trump story more if you told me someone said that he was anti-Trump and that's why he got fired, as opposed to him being anti-Trump. I, I'd, I'd more base it on rumor and and saying, well, you know, <laughs> he has these feelings, don't you? <laughs> and doing that, but still, you know, firing someone in December, a week away from Christmas, dick move. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I mean the timing. Yes, the timing is uh, could have been better. Could have <laughs> been could have been a little bit better, but it, that's what that's what happened. But yeah, I don't I don't think anyone cares about. I mean, no one really cares about a writer being let go and i don't think anyone really cares the reason either i mean i think there's a small portion of people who oh this is what's happening this week let's let's uh blow it out of proportion just because or let's make a story of it because that's what we do we make a story of the smallest things
1: well i think Um, i think i think it was his level of being in the company if he's purported to be the number three in creative i mean that's a that's a big deal yeah i mean for them yeah,
0: not for me as not for me as someone who's watching the show.
1: Not for you as a fan, but for us as as critical commentators, yes. I mean, it's stuff to talk about. Let Let's move on to what you want to talk about then.
0: Tino, maybe, maybe is Tino going to be in enough. the UK
1: Classic? Is Tino-
0: no, no, American <laughs> football star Tino Sabatelli is not going to be in the UK Classic. Classic. We'll talk about the K Classic. Uh changes. actually I do have yeah. I have Tino Sabatelli coming up later in the NXT Power rankings. Just oh, so you dear know. God. Spoiler alert. Uh <laughs> no, we have uh there's much bigger stories. Um Emma, obviously, uh is a bigger story. Um delaying the return. She was scheduled to uh she was advertised to show up on Raw. Didn't happen uh she's just premiering soon we're back to the premiering soon so it may be a couple of more weeks who knows and and not even that's part of the story now because then you had on smackdown on tuesday uh her boyfriend zach Ryder getting hurt Mm -hmm. so not only were they on two different shows but now one's coming back from injury while the other one's just starting an injury so maybe maybe it's better that way right that one of them's off the road no instead of them both being on the road on different shows
1: not for Zack Ryder, who's about to get a push, even though they're going to get crushed in this tag team title match. I mean, there's there's no denying they're going to get crushed, but well, it's at least they're not
0: going to be in it anymore. No,
1: no, but I mean, okay, if he had stayed, Zack Ryder,
0: Ryder's out for nearly a year. Uh,
1: yes, okay, but if it had started, it would have been a little, at least a little bit of visibility. Whereas in his year, he starts out, he wins the Intercontinental title for one day, and then just gets clowned out of it the next the next night. You know, he, he gets put on a brand, not with his girlfriend. And then it's like, oh, here you go. We're going to we're gonna throw you this little carrot. And then he gets injured on that night. It's just, I mean, I don't think it's better in any way. And,
0: and maybe not for his career, but for them as a couple, possibly. Because they were never going to see each other if they were on the road on two different shows. They were going to see each other, what, at the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania? And that was it and now one of them's off the uh, off the old road at home ready and waiting mhm whoever it may be but uh so yeah, which I,
1: male, so which male superstar does emelina get stuck with then on on the road now that now that the boyfriends at home
0: well hopefully none
1: i know i'm i'm being facetious rob
0: yes good one but hopefully none <laughs> yeah cuz that that would uh that would suck that would suck if they're putting him uh putting her first of all not even not even for the relationship aspect of her and Zach, just because you you shouldn't be bringing in these uh, these women just to be paired with men all the time. Emelina can stand on her own. The the only pairing she should be paired with or made of is Dana Brooke. Put that pairing back together, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen, which is fine. I'm I'm interested to see what this emelina is. I don't disagree. We have to wait one more week.
1: I I don't disagree with any of that. I I just think she'll probably be a disco dancing dinosaur from a planet Funkasaurus with uh, with Ernest Miller's music yeah any chance any chance <laughs> they
0: just pull the old uh, Brodus Clay out here you expect Emma to be one thing and then she's a completely different thing exactly when she shows up
1: I'm starting to think because that's the same running joke that they did with Brodus Clay they, they advertise yep. him as this big monster and then he comes out in a track suit doing hip-hop dancing so yeah
0: yeah which honestly was much better for him than what would have happened
1: <laughs> you really think so
0: Oh yeah, cuz who needs another I mean, look at Albert when he came back as Tensai. Who needs just another, you know, run of the mill silent bruiser?
1: Okay, great. We we'll, we'll, we'll get Dancing Emma back.
0: Well, I'm not saying you do the exact same thing, but I and, and it's not even an argument about Emma.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I uh, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going to do but uh something could be uh, happening there maybe maybe she ends up going to Smackdown and all this was a uh, a ruse if you will I don't know maybe they don't have a plan obviously they don't cuz if they had a plan they would have done it
1: speak speak of Smackdown if I could trade you for 10 Eva Marie's I certainly would and I'd never leave the house
0: You would trade me for one <laughs> be real
1: Yeah what like would someone's be fine. negotiating with you <laughs>
0: Jeff, we'll give you nine. No, I'm going to hold out for that tenth. Fine, you <laughs> drive a hired bargain, kid.
1: <laughs> They're on a Gail Kim, and we'll make it a deal.
0: <laughs> they wouldn't, you wouldn't have to, wouldn't have to <laughs> yeah. get to the number. Oh, never even, hey, we're going to give you a certain number of Eva Marie, and before they can even get to the Marie, <laughs> you're going to say, yes, deal.
1: Rob, Sign i, I you for a, I trade you for a ham sandwich at this point. So <laughs> Whoa!
0: <laughs> Whoa! Well, that brings me to uh, the Twitter feed at McListens. If you want to be the new host of Shake Them Row,
1: <laughs> co-host, you're the host. <laughs>
0: send me, send me a line. Either way, I'll I'll, I'll take applications for either job. I don't care. Mm. Um, how about that Chris Hero signing? Oh, we talked about that last week.
1: Yeah, someone's some some people are a little bit behind the times, but uh, did you get any credit from anybody for that?
0: No, nor was I looking for any. I was just, okay, perfect. Uh, you know, That that's why I didn't go out there on Twitter in different places and, and repeat it. I just, I kept mm-hmm. it as a little nugget for those listening to this uh, this show. You guys now, knew before anyone else.
1: Now, do you prefer the, the through line, put him directly on the main roster, maybe as Claudio's teammate or whatever? Do you prefer him in NXT maybe and just kind of being a, a brand there? Because personally for me, I'd love to see him in Tommy N versus The Revival. You give me that every day of the week.
0: I don't think he's going to wrestle anymore. Oh, you think he's just there
1: to train? That's
0: cool. I'm, I'm, I'm just him. putting all this together and, and trying to see what makes sense. And, you know, Chris Hero went all out this year. He went all out this year. Yes, he did. And that mixing up with him no longer having any sense of needing to watch his his body weight and all that. I'm just trying to think. And, and this guy's a masterful mind. I mean, he, he, can, he can work through matches and everything. Uh, he's very, very approachable. Uh, very nice guy. I I think this guy knew that it was coming down to the end of him wrestling and that he had a job waiting for him if he wanted to go and they finally made the offer and he's going back to be a uh be a coach.
1: Yeah, and now, I think and
0: maybe Matt, maybe not, maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna actually be an NXT star. I don't see him on the main roster whatsoever. Whatsoever. Okay.
1: No, and I think I think he'll be much better off in NXT without uh the old regime there.
0: Yeah. And and you gotta think. I you know. And it may be fifty fifty, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's gonna wrestle. Um, mm-hmm. but I can definitely see I would not be surprised if it's the Sarah Del Rey where she's just signed to be the coach and the uh the wrestling is over, you know. If
1: he's if he's um, happy doing that, more power to him, man.
0: I got no I think he sure might that. be. I think he might be. Uh but yeah, you just look at the year he had and, and look at everything all together. because uh, it's not like this guy was getting in shape for another WWE run, right? I mean, it just right. wasn't happening.
1: See, I just think with NXT Needing kind of that star power, I mean, at least through WrestleMania as, as at third brand. I mean, they the NXT is here tonight, or they're they're about an hour outside of here. Um, yeah, you know, he's another name that indie, peop, indie fans know, and since NXT kind of caters to that, I could see them having him on the roster for a very short time, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you never know who, who else is going to go. I mean, you had the announcement today of the UK Classic, uh, two day tournament just being shown on the uh, wwe network so not like the cruiserweight classic where it's going to be weekly for you know four months or whatever uh two-day tournament bunch of names of, on the uk scene uh going to be a part of this uh not a, non-exclusive deals i mean I'm, I'm sure they might sign one or two out of this tournament but it's not like they're killing the uk indies these guys are going to go back to wherever they came from
1: no um, the, the whole the whole the whole aspect of this is just more content for for people i mean if it gets buzz or anything like that and vince takes notice then you worry don't worry now just yet
0: it it is really strange that they're putting this during the free trial period um and not you know trying to get a couple of buys out of fans who may not be signed up to the network who uh who might like some of the uk wrestling or whatever Uh, it's very interesting that they're putting it as part of the free trial period
1: well, they got other other streaming services now to kind of deal with that, are trying to get a foot in. So I think they're just kind of giving a taste to people who may, may not care necessarily for the WWE product, but say, hey, you know what? We're gonna throw you a bone here.
0: It's very it's very flow slamish. It's very new mm-hmm. idea for WWE Network because I mean they've had the special WWE shows obviously, but. Uh, this is the first one where they're actually showing a tournament of any kind or a uh, a special event kind of outside their norm, not a WWE main roster show or not an NXT special.
1: I will uh, ask very, you this very question. Very newish for them. Yeah, I'll ask you this question. They they're 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 giving a belt to the winner. Does that belt go beyond the tournament at any point?
0: I think so, and I could see it on NXT. I could see it as uh, being periodic. Um, I and, and because it's a belt, not a trophy. True. If it was a trophy, I wouldn't think anything twice. Um, I could see uh whoever wins it possibly going on 205 live. Look at the number of guys who are showing up for this thing, right? I mean a lot of them could fit in two oh five live.
1: Mm.
0: So you could have you could have two championships on the two oh five live show. You could you have gonna the have British the championship. And the and British you, champion? yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Why not? I mean, what else? They, they I, at some I, I point would have, they're going to have to start turning that show into something more than just a cruiserweight show. They need no, it two hundred five live, but you're going to have to do something other than just the cruiserweight title. What are what else is all the all the guys fighting for?
1: I was thinking maybe put tank the UK teams, title. Just, but title in you're there. right. Yeah, put the UK title in there, or, or or send him feed him to the US champ on July fourth and USA USA.
0: No, do you got you got uh, Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Ciampa and Johnny Gargano as your NXT tag team champions. At some point they should throw them a match on that 205 live show. Defend the NXT titles. They're under 205.
1: I'm fine with that. Yeah, anything you put want to some, do on that 205. Tag- Five. Yeah. Although this put episode, some, uh, was, this episode, yeah, this episode this week was the best of them. Have you seen that one yet? Uh,
0: 205 live. Yeah, it was uh, it was cool. You had Rich Swan um, wrestling in the main event. He should be the showcase player. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice that you didn't have Jack Gallagher and Arya Divari again.
1: No. Uh that's always a plus. <laughs> if Gallagher does does what he did last night on the main roster or on, on uh was that on Tribute to the Troops or was that on 205? Tribute to the Troops, yeah. Okay. If he does if he does that on Raw, he'll be over like like Rover.
0: Well, he started doing <laughs> some of those things. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I put some matches. He's one of the guys that I would trust on on Raw that mm-hmm you're not going to get a completely bored crowd um you know stop stop focusing on Divari. and I get the anti Devare stuff because he's been wrestling so often and he's kind of bland and, and he's a bit stereotypical a bit um, yeah a bit <laughs> it's not like they give him a lot of time to talk right so you don't right. know he's just a guy who goes out there and you just you're putting what he what his gimmick is in your own imagination they're not telling you it so Uh, Oh, they're telling, they're
1: showing you. They're not telling you, they're showing you it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he's a bit stereotypical, maybe more than a bit, I guess. But uh, I don't, I don't see it as them focusing on him. I'm just seeing, uh, you know, they put him out there to get Jack Gallagher even more over because you want to see this guy lose and get beat and you don't want to see him again. So when Jack Gallagher beats him, you're like, yay, it's the point, right?
1: Mm hmm. We have a pay-per-view Sunday and Raw was just not a go-home show for the pay-per-view, which is very weird, but did you enjoy it? No,
0: it wasn't. I don't, I don't even know what Raw was. It I, was it, a celebration it, it was, of the new day. It it was a celebration of the new day. It was very strange. Um, you know, you have this, uh, you had this Max Landis video going around. Did you mm. see this Max Landis video? I did not. All right. So Max Landis puts out a video talking about how he was backstage at the WWE show. Cause he works as a consultant. If you don't know who Max Landis is, at up to my knees on twitter he's a writer of movies like chronicle and uh mm. mr Wright, uh which I've my girlfriend him. and i loved
1: he's a nice enough fellow. i met him at pwg once or twice
0: yeah like he he's made a couple of movies that you know we watched and we really liked but anyway he's a consultant for wwe and he came out with this video talking about how he's backstage talking with seth rollins and he was he was pitching ideas about you know uh, the 205 Live guys and how they should interact with main roster people and how it shouldn't be kept to their own because you want to see the universes kind of collide. And, and and you want, as a writer, to tell the fans that, hey, at some point, these characters who you never see interact might interact. So you want to mm-hmm. leave their mind open to it. Mm-hmm. And that was the gist, basically. And, and Seth Rollins comes up and says, well, who would that get over? why And specifically, it was talking about Braun Strowman and how he should destroy the cruiserweights at least once. Cause you want to see those worlds kind of collide the big heavyweights and the cruiserweights. So, you know, the cruiserweights aren't separate. And I think that was the big running joke, right? When two Oh five live started and when the cruiserweight division started, like how long yes. until Braun destroys a guy. And yes. here you have Max Landis who sees himself as a very big, uh, you know, he's a writing phenomenon. He's getting jobs and jobs and jobs. And and he's from the outside thinking the same thing. You should have Braun destroy a cruiserweight. And you know what? I'm not totally anti that idea because the other part of his idea was that the cruiserweights would end up getting the top billing on Braun, that they would actually you know, fight back and push Braun out of the ring, and you kind of have an issue of, yeah, it may take two cruiserweights to beat up the one heavyweight, but at least that one heavyweight didn't destroy the cruiserweights. So regardless, you had that video going out. You have Max Landis out there trying to get the worlds to collide, and I think that's a good idea for this 205 Live. You shouldn't have them on their own separate show. They should be a part of Raw. I wish they would do much bigger, you know, bigger things on Raw and not separated, Um, and I forget what the original point was, so save me.
1: (laughs) The moment Braun Strowman destroys any cruiserweight, that division is dead.
0: The division is dead. Sami Zayn should be a cruiserweight. Put some of these guys in the cruiserweight division. What's the harm? Sami Zayn should triumph over Braun Strowman and then champion the cruiserweight division. Why not?
1: I don't know. What did you think of that build?
0: Um... I I like the way it played out. Like it was Mick Foley, you know, trying to motivate Sami Zayn. Um, yeah, it was fine. It's Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman. I I don't know what they're gonna do because is Sami Zayn the guy you're gonna finally put over Braun Strowman this close to WrestleMania? I don't think so. No, and that's what, why it
1: doesn't make sense. Is to, oh, I'm gonna get him fired up. It's gonna be that that va- oh he lasted ten minutes. How brave is he? And you're just like okay, great. I mean, actually, Braun St- this is a test more of Braun Strowman than Sami Zayn. Braun has to be interesting for 10 minutes against Sami Zayn. I don't think he can do it.
0: Yeah, 10-minute time limit. You have, a, you have a match on the show that's going to be a 30-minute time limit, Iron Man, and then a 10-limit time limit match, a 10-minute. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's interesting in itself. <laughs> maybe it's a draw maybe it ends up being a draw and, and sammy Zayn gets the moral victory because he lasted no 10 that's minutes that's exactly what do. it's gonna be
1: no that's exactly what it's gonna be because they don't want to beat sammy either so they're so they're gonna have him last the 10 minutes i'm just saying it's more of a test for Braun who has to be interesting for 10 minutes
0: yeah anyway 205 was was a uh okay fine show i believe that's where we uh started or on my nonsensical rant as you asked sure. me if it was a good show i agreed it was
1: sure.
0: yeah and speaking of Speaking of fun and interesting shows, we're recording this at 7 o'clock on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So this whole total nonstop deletion gimmick hasn't aired yet. Can't wait. But uh, yeah, by the time anyone listens to this, it will have already aired. So spoiler alert, the Hardys win.
1: (laughs) Damn it, now I can't watch it.
0: I know, I'm just, what else should I spoil for you? Oh, Hornswoggle shows up.
1: Don't spoil anything more, please. I'm no, at I want to be somewhat surprised. I mean, I know one 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 act that does show up, but other than that, I'm I'm good. Spoiler alert
0: the decay is in there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> is that better? Is that better for you? Sure. I didn't sure. Even get, man, I was gonna get I was gonna give you one more and now I can't do it because I don't want to spoil you anymore.
1: I know that there's an old school call in there, so I'm good.
0: All right. <laughs> um what do you make of the uh the Steve Carino? possibly go into wwe now this isn't news or anything steve carino might be headed to wwe Uh, he had a meeting with roh this week trying to get the booker job he's trying to get power in roh really i don't even know if he's going to go to wwe i think it's leverage to try and run ring of honor basically
1: i would Um, agree i I don't uh i don't quite know you know i like steve carino i think he has a nice sense of history i just i'm not sure i mean but then again, I mean, all the guys that they have on staff now weren't WWE products. I mean, you get you get Adam Pearce, you get the R.D. Evans, you get Jimmy Jacobs. You have all these guys around there. I mean, he can add psychology. I'll give him that much. You know, I, I think being a talent is different than being a teacher, and I don't know, you know, how much he's taught really on that level, especially to – I'm trying to view this – in, in the point of view of what is he going to bring to teach people who aren't already wrestling fans to be better wrestlers, you know, because that's really who they're bringing in to train. They're training. The focus of the of the performance center isn't the guys that they're bringing off the road from other promotions. It's these guys that they're scouting you know, at bodybuilding forums and Olympic athletes that they're bringing in to see, you know, what their conditioning's like, and can we mold these people? So I'm trying to view it from the point of view of how does he mold a person who isn't ordinarily a wrestling fan? He, I think he caters to the wrestling f- fan or the person who's been in the business for a while. I think he, he'll be fine for that. I'm just trying to view it the other way. What do you think?
0: I think he brings a sense of both uh, seriousness while at the same time uh, some looseness to it. Like, it's the weirdest thing because I've been around Steve Carino. I've been in the ring with Steve Carino, and and he's a very fun guy, but he takes it seriously at the same time. I think he's going to bring – I mean, he's not Dusty Rhodes, so don't get it wrong when I say this, but he's going to bring back a little bit of what left when Dusty Rhodes passed away.
1: A little, and I know he likes Dusty, so I mean –
0: He worships Dusty Rhodes. Yeah he yeah. worship that guy so i i feel like he's going to bring a little bit of that but it, it'd be super interesting can you imagine walking in there one day and like william Regal is in one ring sean michaels is in the other and then the other ring is being taught by steve carino just the triad and as as jason albert walks around making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to do
1: yeah i that i am I'm, I'm fine with that i'm just i'm there's a difference between being a good performer and being a good teacher. And I've, I've found that yeah. out in my other life. Well, I, I and think and I think know Grino
0: would be an excellent teacher.
1: I do too, because I think he has the mindset and he's very analytical on, on how he breaks things down. And you can hear that in his commentary. I'm thinking more of kind of the, the Shawn Michaels types, who was yeah. an exemplary performer and knew how to do it for himself, but I don't know if he can necessarily break that down for others. That 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 would be my only kind of concern there. I mean, there's a certain kind of, I mean, I, I don't, it's funny because you hear people all the time go, well, he wasn't a star here. What what could he bring? I never think the best teachers are the best performers necessarily because usually the one of the reasons people aren't as good a performer as they could be is they're far too analytical about how they're performing.
0: Mm-hmm. We got, uh, obviously, we got this road black, or roadblock show to talk end about. End of the line! Uh, roadblock, end of the line, sorry. Roadblock, semicolon? Colon? Semicolon? Roadblock, end of the line. What the main event's going to be. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Uh, Twitter mailbag. We got some questions on the uh, Twitter feed, at McListens. Uh, and we have the NXT Power Rankings make their return. Uh, the weekly segment makes its return this week. And then also, we have the top 100 match, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Main event of WrestleMania uh, what shall we get into next? You know what let's do uh, let's do our Twitter questions first. How about that? Is that gonna be okay with you, sir?
1: I'm fine. you're running the show. I'm just kind of here. Alan
0: <laughs> thick passed away. yes this week, uh, which is sad as a uh, I'm a big Dan Letard listener. Uh, Dan Lebitard hosts a radio show and podcast on ESPN. And uh, Alan Thicke was just on the show last week. He was a regular guest on Dan Lebetard. So, you know, I, I watched Growing Pains growing up, and I watched How I Met Your Mother. And Alan Thicke made a lot of appearances, and you know, he's America's dad for a while there. But lately, he was on the top of my mind from his appearances on the Dan Levyard. So, so it was it was quite a surprise, and it, and it hit me more than some other celebrity deaths do. Um, but Lucha Undead on the Twitter feed asks, how much did you love Alan Thicke's reality show, Unreasonably Thick? Did you ever watch that or hear of it, Jeff?
1: I've heard of it. i never watched it because I had no interest in his family. <laughs> I always thought he, I mean, his personal life, uh, I, I thought was a little skeevy to be honest with you at times. Cause I mean, it, it almost seemed like he and his son always went after the same kind of women. Um, for me, Alan Thick was always, you know, associated with growing pants before that thick of the night, which was the talk show that he did for a while. And, and I always, and I also associate him a lot, honestly, with eighties theme songs, like different oh, yeah. strokes and, and the facts of life. So, I yeah, mean, you that was, know,
0: this guy, this guy wrote those two, one, you know, two of the most popular TV theme songs. Uh, this guy was a songwriter before his son, Robin Thick hit it big. Yeah. So that's where Robin Thick gets it basically.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, I, I think I saw like part of one episode once of of the reality show. And I said, that's enough for me.
0: Rich asks, did Rob change his Twitter handle to make thinking people will forget about the hat he promised to eat? Yep. Yep. That's it. Will asks. Hey guys.
1: Hey what guys. are your early,
0: what are your early Royal rumble predictions? Jeff, what do you got for the Royal rumble?
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Um,
1: you go first.
0: Um, my biggest prediction, if I'm going to go out on a limb, is that the uh, Royal Rumble match will probably main event.
1: <laughs> You're not picking a winner of any kind?
0: Well, I mean, it's a star-studded show. Uh, I, I envision it being one of the longer Rumble matches, uh, maybe ever, uh, just because you got Goldberg in there, you got Brock in there. I feel like they're going to get to a Final Four, Final Six and then it's just going to go on for a long time. Or maybe it won't. Maybe Brock and Goldberg are the final two, or or two of three, and the third guy somehow squeaks out the victory so that Goldberg and Brock could have their third match, uh, which would be a weird battle since Goldberg won the first two. Uh, I don't I don't really know what to expect. Um, obviously, it'll be the main event of the show. I mean, you can't put Brock Lesnar and Goldberg in that match and it not be the main event. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. And, you know, the Alamo Dome, I mean, that's a big arena for those two guys. So... Um, if I'm making a prediction right now, it's that John Cena uh, enters the Royal Rumble match himself, and we get some time, of inter- some type of interplay uh, between Cena and Goldberg, and possibly that's where the Undertaker comes back because uh, I think John Cena Undertaker, this is the year to finally do it at WrestleMania.
1: Okay, that's cool. I thought maybe they may go the route of John Cena wins the Rumble, Undertaker beats AJ Styles, and they may make it for the title. So that that's how they. Uh, hey. That's how they crown crown him and have him tie Flair's record.
0: You could do it. You could do it. I mean, ever remember Undertaker came back a couple of weeks ago uh, Mm -hmm. to really hype up the SmackDown team for Survivor Series, and he hasn't been back since, and I don't see him being back until the new year. So maybe he comes back before Rumble. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he wins the
1: Rumble. He could win the Rumble, too. He could win it.
0: I mean, what about that? Undertaker, Brock Lesnar facing off inside.
1: I I think... I think the I think the winner of the rumble here, here's here's my prediction. I think the rumble will the the winner of the rumble they will err on the side of making that the SmackDown half of the WrestleMania main event. Sure. There you go.
0: There you go. That's a big one. That's a good one. Good question, Mister Rich. Uh, John says, "Who's an underrated wrestler that deserves more attention?"
1: You mean in WWE? Anywhere.
0: Anywhere. <laughs> Who who's an underrated guy?
1: Oh, geez. There's a lot of them. I mean, there there's so many guys on the roster I think are underrated. I mean, even Cesaro to to to, to I mean Cesaro, Sami Zayn. I think they're all underrated. I think they're appreciated, but I think they're undervalued on the
0: at least you at in the least you named one. I thought product. you were gonna go that whole yeah, I thought you were gonna go that whole time saying, Oh, there's just so many. Uh let me think. Oh, there's too many to name I, and not give me a name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nakamura.
0: There you go. Shinsuke. Yes, he's underrated. Yeah. Shinsuke. No, Nakamura. not underrated, underrated.
1: Undervalued. Underrated means I think that I mean, I think that they're passing over something of of talent that's there that they just haven't got. Okay, Apollo Cruz. Sure. You know, Apollo I mean, they You know, I mean, underrated to me always screams, who's the young guy on the upswing that they just haven't really looked at yet? And I'm like, well, there's really nobody like that because the rosters are so thin that everybody's on every show. I mean, American Alpha to me are underrated on the SmackDown roster right now, although we all know they're really, really good, so.
0: What the hell is wrong with Chris Jericho? In terms of uh, what? Well, in terms of many things, but did you see him start this Twitter beef with the Revival? over yes. the week yes this guy you have scott dawson posting a gif of uh the revival giving the uh what do they call it the shatter machine shatter machine. cast back in nxt Mm-mm. yep shatter machine Mm-mm. and of course half of the shatter machine is the uh the code breaker move right. the old skull to the knees gimmick and y2j retweets this gif saying Good to know you guys are respecting your elders. Hashtag whatever. Something like some weird hashtag. I don't care. But this guy is calling out the revival for stealing his move because it's part <laughs> of their finisher. When, well, did first you see of all,
1: that wasn't the code breaker? Wasn't his move to begin with? No. Did, did you see William Regal also responded? That's the one had, I read to well, He goes, Thanks, Chris, for reminding us how you invented everything.
0: <laughs> everything. Everything. We owe a lot to you, Chris Jericho. Of, <laughs> Chris, of course, Chris Jericho no soul that response from William Regal. But then you had Dash Wilder respond also. Uh, Chris Jericho saying, good to know you guys are respecting your juniors or your uh, your superiors.
1: Apologies Obviously, to Marafuji. Yeah,
0: facetiously. Yeah. And then you have Dash Wilder reply, oh, yes, our apologies to Marafuji
1: just being sarcastic with each other i don't read anything into this do you i think it's just guys kind of you know tweaking each other a bit i read chris jericho
0: being a dick okay being a huge dick an asshole some may call him making canada look bad You had alan thick die who made canada look so good and then you have chris jericho coming back and ruining it he's a disgrace he's a disgrace (laughs) to canada go back to new york chris jericho
1: Strong take.
0: It's my take on the revival. <laughs> oh, Joe, uh, final one. We'll do the final one here. Uh, Joe Gagné, former—I uh, wanted to say former guest on the show. Has he ever been on the show? Maybe he called in once.
1: I think he did. I think he called in once, and and we it was on a post show, and we we took it.
0: Should WWE do away with December pay-per-views, giving the audience a break leading to the Rumble? Yes. They should do away with December pay-per-views. They should do away with July pay-per-views. They should do away with April pay-per-views, unless WrestleMania falls in April. They should absolutely do away with having two. Two in December is ridiculous. Like this show coming up, I'm like, I'm all pay-per-viewed out. It seems like there's been four in the last eight weeks.
1: I would lower it to six to eight and just build well to those and make those big deals, but they don't because that's is the business in the model. Well, especially now
0: you, you got to have one every month on the network. You got to have one every 30 days. Yeah. Got to give a reason to people subscribe. Yeah. And that's the thing you have to do it that way. So, I mean, they're not obviously going to stop doing it in December, but this is too much. I mean, this roadblock in the line and here's the thing. I've been excited for matches on every one of these pay-per-views, right? But if they would be condensed, I might be even more excited for the pay-per-view itself Mm -hmm. instead of just one match on each show because you got Roadblock coming up and I'm hyped. I'm hyped, man. I mean, this Sasha Charlotte match guaranteed 30 minutes. I'm actually excited for Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn. Uh, I could do without the Cruiserweight triple threat, but you know what? It's probably going to be pretty good. Uh, Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins, I can pass on that. Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns. Kevin Owens is in a big-time main event match with Roman Reigns, who's a guy who loves the main event spotlight, because Roman Reigns seems to always deliver in these big singles matches. Uh, this is going to be a hype show.
1: You hype for that big Cass Rusev pre-show match? Built with um, that awesome, awesome angle with Lana and yeah. Enzo? Come on.
0: Enzo makes his return here, right?
1: He made his return on, on Tribute to the Troops.
0: Oh, was he on that? I didn't watch that show. Who cares? Oh, of about
1: course. It? Well, you know, the, you know, the military wanted to sing along with Enzo.
0: All right. So, okay. So you think uh, like he's just going to be there on Sunday then? Like, it's not going to be a big return. Maybe he comes out at the end. I don't know. But Oh, yeah, I think he probably so leads,
1: leads. I think he probably leads to a distraction finish for, for Cass somehow, you know, giving, giving Rusev the big boot and pinning him.
0: The one match you're most looking forward to.
1: Oh, Iron Man.
0: Yeah, I think the Iron Man is it for me. Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn, being number two. And then the uh, Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns match being number three. But, hey, that's three big ones. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm interested. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm interested in the KO-Roman Reigns one, but.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this show live, though. You know, uh, so it's five degrees here right now. It's very cold. Is you it? probably had another 70-degree day, didn't you?
1: Yep. Although oh. it may rain.
0: Oh, Oh dangerous. Stay off the actually, road. It's,
1: actually, it's kind of in the 60s right now, but kind of mid 60s. Something like oh, that. Oh wow, poor poor baby. Poor guy.
0: <laughs> uh so it's 5 degrees here and it's going to be cold all weekend and it's going to snow again all weekend. The the northeast has been going through some big time snow. Uh the midwest more towards the north, you know, Michigan where I'm at uh and then Wisconsin getting getting dumped on all this snow. It's craziness. Mm-hmm. So okay. I might be under a foot of snow on Sunday.
1: Good. What's oh, going to happen?
0: I might be buried. <laughs>
1: we've buried you enough over the past couple months with your with your absenteeism okay. on the show and not eating a hat. And-
0: it here's the deal. It feels like it feels like to me, and it feels like to you because we were so used to doing a certain schedule. Like it feels like absenteeism just because we've been a little off, and we had right. a week there where we didn't do a show. But really, we've produced the same number of shows that we usually did
1: right i'm just i'm actually just talking communication with you
0: that's <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> all right okay a lot going on
0: it's a lot yeah. going on it's a lot going on but definitely uh you know yeah there's we're we're coming up on this sunday and then finally we have a break we have a break yeah. from sunday to the royal rumble uh in san antonio so then we have that kind of time to recover
1: that kind of silly season for us too where you know year end what do we do for a show because you know that raw and smackdown aren't going to do jack squat for two weeks until they start to the build of the rumble. So so let me ask you this. It's the most underrated Christmas song or an underrated Christmas song.
0: Good segue. Just shoehorning it in there.
1: Oh yeah. I figured I would. Well, you went over most, with snow and stuff. What's
0: the most underrated Christmas song? Is is
1: there one? Well, you know, the flagship went with what was they're all over. The they, they, they went with the worst, which was wonderful Christmas time, which is, which uh, is
0: accurate. That's true.
1: Which is accurate? It's one of the worst worst songs ever written.
0: Oh, it's horrible! If if it weren't for Paul McCartney, do you think that song would ever be played anywhere? Like that—that's a song someone tries to make just to get in the Christmas game, and it's like never listened to. Like it's someone throws out the demo tape.
1: I told you two days ago I was going to ask you this.
0: But it's but it's Paul McCartney. I know you told me two days ago, (laughs) but I I thought you more—you might more gracefully, you know—introduce the. I'm not
1: graceful. I get to the point. (laughs) <laughs> wow. you wasted my time all right fine let's not see each other anymore great uh, um all right then uh, did did you buy the woman jewelry like all the commercials do you know are you gonna have one of those christmas things where you bought her a necklace and she's gonna oh like that kind of crap like k's and jared no, yeah, yeah, and all I, those other things purport i did what that last it? year i did you get that last alexis I, I, alexis no. with a big bow on it okay just checking thought that no. flow slam money might have come in
0: well, no, it's, it ain't coming in. <laughs> it, it started to come in, and I said, no, thank you.
1: No signing I, bonus? I, okay. I
0: sent it back. I sent it back. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, nope. that, that big-time money hasn't coming in, but big-time money leads us into this week's NXT Power Rankings because number four on the Power Rankings, Mr. Tino Sabatelli. Tino Sabatelli moves into the top four. Did you see the photo of Mr. Tino Sabatelli? Uh, posing with his surfboard with one Mr. Nakamura Shinsuke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those two side by side. I I just envision Vince McMahon, you know, as he's one to do, you know, going through the old Twitter feed. And that picture comes up, and he's looking at Tino, and he's like, oh, I'm proud of this guy. I'm going to make him the next top star. But why is he posing with fans?
1: Oh, I could see him looking at him going, I'm going to give him a surfer gimmick. He's going to be the next surfer Ray Odyssey.
0: Oh, no, he'd do that to Shinsuke. Nah. Shinsuke, can you surf? All right, you want to be the sh- the surfing Japanese fella? <laughs> I I mean, I was looking at that picture, and I'm like, if you if you gave those two photos, that, that photo of Tino and that photo of Shinsuke side-by-side side with their surfboards to Vince McMahon, who's the one he's going to think he hired? It's Tino. It, it, it was fun. But yeah, number four on the list, because Tino Sabatelli, the main reason he's on this list, He knows who to make friends with. Make friends with the ones who are getting pushed. Hey, Shinsuke, maybe I'll work with you sometime on NXT. Maybe we'll have a little house show loop together. Why not? Get better. Work Shinsuke Nakamura. Get out there. This guy's going to be main eventing takeovers in a year. telling you right now. Number three, Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong in the four-way for the NXT championship contendership. And all reports say, we're not going to spoil who wins. Some of you may already know. Maybe all of you already know. But reports have it out that Roderick Strong was in straight up Roddy versus the world beast mode. Like, he carries that final four-way, and it, it is finally his first, like, Roderick Strong performance in NXT. Are you hyped for the four-way and Roderick Strong?
1: Oh, yeah. I think Roderick Strong is great, and I hope they unleash him on promos a bit. I think I think it'll be great.
0: Number two on the NXT power rankings, Mickey James. Mickey James parlaying a loss in NXT, but a good performance into signing with WWE. This is the power of NXT, Jeff. Even the losers get called up.
1: Let's ask this question because I didn't even realize that. I, 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 I remember hearing that she signed. Is she possibly the person who attacked Nikki Bella? Maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has, has there not been a resolution to that yet? I thought it was Natalia.
1: No, they're kind of playing coy between Carmela and Natty and that just screams Would, to me that it's either Becky Lynch or 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 Mickey James now. Was
0: it supposed to be like maybe I was just reading more into it because I thought it was one of those simple things like it wasn't going to be this big long storyline or big, you know, I thought it was just Natalia trying to get on the Survivor Series team.
1: I thought so too and then they had a picture of Charlotte kind of playing coy and celebrating, so I think they were trying to make that a uh uh you know, a red herring and then they brought up this story of Carmella and well, Natty wasn't the one who did it type of thing. And to me, I don't think they're subtle enough to pull it off. It'll probably still be Natty at some point, but I could always just see them just go full on swerve and say, Oh, Mickey James was there that weekend because she had the match the night before.
0: Yeah. Hey, I I could see it. That's a good point. That's a good, interesting, uh, interesting thought there because I wasn't even thinking that was going to be, I thought it was done. I thought it was resolved already. And it was Natalia.
1: I thought they were laying the tr- they were laying the groundwork for for this Becky Lynch heel turn by making her more aggressive against Alexis and then like kind of shoving Dasha to the side when she came with the microphone. I was thinking maybe that, but you know what, Mickey James sounds as good an answer as any.
0: Yeah, and then number one on the power rankings, uh, this is where our professionalism comes into play and mm-hmm. our planning ahead nature. Uh, number one was the revival and Y two J regal feud, and we. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: we I'm glad uh, we discussed that.
0: Yeah, we kind of already uh, did that one.
1: Pre-show so, meeting. It's always great, which is, hey, how's it going? How's it going? You ready to record? Yes. Okay, here yeah, we go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so the old NXT Power Rankings kind of goes out with a whimper. Sorry about that.
1: Have you decorated the house with lights? Yes. Oh, We nice. have lights.
0: We have a, a tiny Christmas tree. Okay. It is uh, quite festive in the old household. Because Christmas is coming. It's... uh. It's a wonderful Christmas time. Did you see what I did there? I did. Match number 10 on our top 100 countdown is Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania XII. We are finally in the top 10 matches. You can go to voicesofwrestling.com slash STR slash top 100 for the full list and see what we're going to talk about next week. John Cena, CM Punk, Money in the Bank 2011 is next week, but this week, number 10, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. I will start by saying this. I've never gotten Bret Hart. I'm not a big fan of Bret Hart. The, I, I guess I've seen a couple of Bret Hart matches live, but they were all in WCW except for one, WrestleMania, Phoenix, possibly the worst Bret Hart match ever against Vince McMahon. So I have been witnessed to Bret Hart's worst match. And, and I don't even think his comeback that year was that big of a deal, even though others seem to think it was the most insane thing ever. I've never gotten Bret Hart. And this match, while good and interesting and kept me in it, I, I, I was far more interested in Shawn Michaels than I was Bret Hart.
1: Well, let me, let me cut you off there. His comeback on that, uh, at that well, WrestleMania was, was big because he had, a, he had a stroke. Nobody thought he yeah. was going to walk again. That's why it was big. I mean, him being functional in any ways was, was a minor medical miracle in itself. I'm not so.
0: saying it was a big deal for him and a big deal for his family or whatever, but like I didn't need to see it. You could you could come back from your stroke and and work out in the backyard for all I care. Did it need to be in front of WrestleMania audiences, given 15,000 chair shots, the chair shots to Vince that would never end? Come on now, get out of here, Brett. I got Randy Orton matches to come see.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Get out of here. I don't know. This match for me originally had a lot of heat to it. And rewatching it, I, I go, this is, I mean, I enjoyed other Ironman matches that we've watched on this top 100 more than this one on upon the rewatch. Um, I, I found it, look, the story is, is it, it was plotting so that it would take up the entire 60 minutes. And then you had to go to the five minute overtime. And that way Brett gets to say face that he lasted an hour. That that's the story. My only thought was, man, it must suck to work in this ring. Because that thing was hard as a rock, and it would just—I mean, the the echoing of the uh, springs and the plywood on that on that thing, just—I I, I just every time they took a bump on it, I just went, "Oh man, I feel sorry for those guys." It's like going on an old old mattress with absolutely no bounce to it. Um, I you know I think it's good enough. I just it's it's just very slow paced to get that story in it and it's more for the historical uh relevancy i think of the match more than yeah. the match itself holding up it's still very good don't get me wrong it's just it's like you never think of Shawn michaels as technical grabbing an arm and working a body part type of person that was what half this match was
0: right do you? Uh, I mean, obviously, we've done it twice now. Uh, the last couple of Iron Man matches have been the thirty-minute variety, but they've also been involving the the women of NXT and now the WWE main roster. Do you do you see this as being the new normal for Iron Man matches, only going thirty minutes, or do you feel that that's because it's been the women's division participating in that, and that's why it's been cut down?
1: I think for that, it's the women. I think if you're ever going to have another sixty. 60- minute iron man match. i think this is partially vince's short attention span i don't think he could last 60 minutes watching and, two guys and go. the audiences
0: don't be wrong the audience yeah, and the too. audience
1: oh no the audience too because of how we've been conditioned you would have right. to have two exemplary performers the, the the status and i mean i could have seen daniel bryan as half of an iron man match at some point maybe even against a cena of some Four kind days. or okay maybe not but 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 someone of those two's caliber to do it. But you would have to make a hard sell to Vince that he, you could take up an hour of time, Or AJ Styles. AJ Styles would be another one. I could see them trusting to mm-hmm. keep an audience's attention for an hour in, in a match. But I think it would be a hard sell. I think it'd have to be a downtime in business because that's what this was in order to take the chance, in order to listen that, hey, we're going to take up an hour of pay-per-view time for one match. And I think all those things would have to come together at once in a perfect storm for him to say, yes, we'll go an hour. I think a half hour is fine for the women. Um, I don't think it's any disparagement on their part because I mean, look, the first one that happened in NXT was great. I thought, I think this one will be pretty darn good too. Uh, But I think, I mean, was one of the Ironmen we did half hour was, or was that hour too? was the rude steamboat one. Best. How many minutes. falls in a half hour? Yeah, was, I think that was thirty minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I believe it was. So I mean, I.
1: So I think I think from now on this will be the new paradigm in terms of Iron Man matches. If we ever see these again with two yeah. single men,
0: right? Because I don't think we'll see it on Raw and SmackDown in an hour. And then you have these pay-per-views, and maybe I could even if they want to do an hour-long Iron Man match one time, I think they could even do it. You know, kind of like a two hundred and five episode, where it's like an hour on the WWE Network and it's taped after a Raw or SmackDown. I well, we could see that being Smackdown. like a big front time event.
1: We had one on SmackDown, if you remember, on the top one hundred. We had the Kurt Angle uh, well, I Brock Lesnar one.
0: I-, I mean, in the future, though, here, uh, I you okay. know, if they do another one of these as an hour long match, I don't believe it's going to be on a SmackDown or Raw, but I could see a special network event, maybe even on a house show. May- take the cameras for an hour on a house show. And it's uh, it's AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens, or you know, some type of hour-long Iron Man match as a network special. Okay, um, I, I I could see that being the most likely scenario than being on one of these pay-per-view events or whatever. Uh, I agree. So it, it's very interesting. Uh, these I I just want to see when the men have an Iron Man match next. How long they give it? Because I don't know if it would be fair to give them an hour. Because then you're saying yeah, the women can't do it for an hour. And I, I don't want to see anyone go for an hour, to be to be fair. But I agree. If if they give the men an hour and they've been giving Sasha and Charlotte and, and Bailey half hours, I don't I don't know if that's gonna be right. And I think it might cause some type of furor a little bit.
1: I don't wanna see anybody in the WWE style give an hour long match necessarily anymore. I, I think. I mean, if you had Flair just chopping the crap out of a dude for an hour, I'd watch that every day of the week. But you know, but that's my sensibilities. I admit that.
0: Yeah, the uh, the top 100 matches to see on WWE Network before you die. Give your thoughts on uh, this match this week and your matches in the future at uh, Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Send us what you got as far Would as you your favorites on the list.
1: Would you agree what? with me that it dragged quite a bit? Oh, for, was... for you as well.
0: Yeah, and I and I'm I'm glad you said that because I thought it was just my dislike of Bret Hart. No, and no, I it, 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 love it. it.
1: No, the pacing—the pacing for me dragged. I, I like Bret Hart. I'm a little bit more forgiving of him than you are, certainly. But then again, I was, I was there for his ascent, and I thought he was something right. new and different, and I really liked him. And, and especially, you know, the matches with like perfect, you know, for the Intercontinental Title and and things of that nature. I I, I never found him to be a great promo, which kind of made me a bit bit disinterested. But you know, I love Bret Hart versus Ric Flair. I think that's a great pairing too. I, I, I understand your hesitancy, but man, this man, and especially with the McMahon Lawler commentary, I just, it was just, right. I mean, most, most of the high spots involve guys who weren't involved in the match. I, I mean, in terms of the, the ooh spots, I mean, you had Jose Lothario getting kicked. You had the timekeeper getting hit.
0: <laughs> the top 100 this week brought to you by dollar shave club, dollar slash ropes. Right now you can get your first month free. Or you can give the gift of Dollar Shave Club to someone that you are fond of this holiday season. Go to dollarshaveclub.com ropes. Your first month is free. Try out their amazing blades and their new shower gels, the uh, The Wanderer. I've actually tried it myself. I'm a big fan of Dollar Shave Club. Go try it right now for you or a loved one or just a buddy at dollarshaveclub.com slash ropes. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash ropes. Get your first month free right now Jeff give me post haste your best Zack Ryder impression in a world of one million wrestling podcasts there is a new shining star with great interviews analysis music and, and
1: me Matt Kuhn on total engagement go to any podcast platform you listen today